Mouse Pyre episode 206, take two. In this week's episode, It's a Small World is back and better than ever. Well, it's back and it didn't take till 2022 to reopen. Speaking of 2022, it looks like it's going to be an eventful year. Many fan favorite events are returning. What was not eventful was the debut of Disney Genie Plus. What went wrong and why are people even buying this? Also, Hawkeye, Candlelight with Dan, changes to Das, and more on this dehumidifying episode of the Mouse Pirate Podcast. Welcome to Mouse Pirate, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mouse Pyre Podcast. So, uh, if you saw my post and you would have seen that I said that we had technical difficulties on this episode, and you're probably wondering what that was. Well, if you heard the very beginning of this, I said take two because I had to do a second take. So, what happened was, is I recorded the episode. And, um, you know, I, I transferred it to my computer and then I, uh, have to write the summary and that takes a little process cause it takes me a while to figure out what to say. So I wrote the summary and then I went to go record it and I recorded the summary. And after I, you know, I took a couple of takes of the summary and then on the recorder, you know, I go ahead and stop it, and I want to play it back and listen to it and see what it sounds like. And when I did that, the it sounded so like, I'm just going to say like digitally, digitally, or it sounded basically uh audio version of pixelated. And it was just gross. It was, it was, oh my God, it just hurt my ears. And I was like, oh, great. No, if if it was just a summary, I, I wouldn't have cared and just redo it again. But I went on my computer and listened to the, you know, beginning of the episode. And all of it was the same way 
I went through the middle and the end, and yeah, it was all garbage. So I was like, well, crap. I have to re-record the whole thing over again. And at that point, it was already late. And I was like, well, I'll just do it again tomorrow. So before I started recording, I actually recorded a little bit and played back. And I didn't hear the garble mess that it, that was there yesterday. I think what happened was that this recorder I have, it has Bluetooth and I can Bluetooth my phone to it or whatever. So I think what happened, like, I don't, for some reason, like, when I put on the phone and this thing is on, the first thing my phone wants to do is connect or, or it starts playing my music. I have Apple phone, so it starts playing on um, the music I have on my phone. It just comes up real quick and just starts playing that. And I'm just like, I didn't ask for you to play it. So I thought I'd turn that off, but I must have just, I don't know what I did. And I think that was playing in the background through the whole time I was recording. And there was some type of feedback and whatever happened. So anyway, I did some testing before I started recording and it's the replayback sounded right. So Hopefully everything's right. I looked at the app. That app did not turn on this time. I don't think the Bluetooth is on. So we'll see what happens with that. Also want to uh, let you guys know that I have a I have a cough going on. So if you hear me coughing, sorry about that. And uh, I have some lemonade here, but I'm almost out. So I don't know if it's going to make it through the rest of this episode. I just had some fat time. <coughs> Went to uh, Miguel Jr.'s, got some tacos and uh, quesadilla, and uh, they have uh, fresh uh, hand-squeezed lemonade there. It's really, really good. All right, so i got to try to remember what I talked about yesterday. Well, I have my list here, but I still have to remember what I said. Anyway, first of all, let's start off with uh, last week. I... Uh, talked about how I went to the parks before and I was looking for that Mickey Mouse gingerbread man thing cookie for miles and uh, so I uh, was able to take it to him last week I uh, talked to his mom to see if I can like you know come and grab him and take him to have some fat time so I went over there and I took him as a gift and he didn't know what it was, and he opened up the bag and pulled it out, and he was happy. He was so happy. He had a big old smile on his face because those Mickey Mouse gingerbread cookies are his favorite, and every time he's in the parks during the Christmas time, he always wants to get one. So I got him two to hold him over for a while because I know he loved them, so he was so happy with that. And uh, we went to go have, have some fat time, we went over to, um, where did we go? <coughs> went to um, Rodrigo's Mexican restaurant. And, uh, yeah, I had a shred of beef burrito. And he had a um, steak fajita burrito. So, yeah, had some fat time, spent some time with Miles. It was awesome. 
and I can't wait for the day where when I can, uh, well, when we can hang out in the parks again. He doesn't have a pass right now, but um, we'll see what happens next year. Maybe this reservation stuff will go away, and I don't know. Well, we'll talk about that stuff later, but we'll see what happens with that. But it was nice to be able to uh, go see Miles because it's been over a year since I've seen him. We have uh, kept in touch by talking on the phone and texting. So it's funny because I'll be on Facebook and I'll see a funny picture. And then when I see something funny that I know he'll like, I always text it to him. So he likes when I send him those funny pictures. So, yeah, it was a good time to see him, seeing him and spending time and talking to him, see how he's doing. He's doing pretty good in school. So that's all that matters. So on Monday... Um, it's a small world return. Yeah, it's a small world was supposed to open with its holiday. Um, it's a small world holiday on, I believe it was November 11th. I think that's when the Christmas time in the parks started and it was supposed to open that day, but it did not. And of course, everyone heard that. It did not open because there was flooding inside. So basically, um, what happened was is they were uh, filling up the, um, you know, the attraction, and all of a sudden it started. It flooded, but by the time uh, they noticed it. There's an area that actually houses like the ride control uh, machinery and the electrical equipment. It was basically submerged under seven feet of water. Kind of similar to what happened at World of Color when it was closed for months because uh, the electrical room was flooded and all that equipment was damaged. So basically the same thing happened there. So now they had a problem because... Um, you know, it was going to uh, not be able to open, and that was, uh, you know, that's the main one of the main attractions for Christmas time. So now they have to figure out what are they going to do. And um, basically, uh, they got together. Um, the engineer, the engineering services director, Jason Lovelace got together with his crew and he assembled a recovery team to to um, you know get things started and he asked the group that uh hey you know they wanted to basically work on getting this open within four weeks and um, well they worked their butts off and from what I heard, is that they were actually working 24-7 on this. So kind of like at the end of uh, the building of Galaxy's Edge, how they started having 24-hour crews working day and night to get it done in time. So, uh, yeah, they had to actually pump out over 200,000 gallons of water. I wonder where that water went. If you guys live in Anaheim, and you see a bunch of water going down your street. Maybe that's from them. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We all know that um, 
Disneyland recycles their water for all their attractions and the lagoons and all that stuff. So, so they had to go and do that. So uh, one of the first things they had to do was uh, dry out all of that flooding room, or the all, you know, dry out the room, the maintenance room that was flooded. So they had to bring in a big old dehumid, dehumidifier, dehumidifier, dehumidifier. You know what I'm talking about. I just can't say that word. So anyway, they had to go biggest, bring all this big old thing, and then there's there was like they had to bring a crane in to bring this thing down and get that thing going. So they worked their butts off, and uh, they got it open on Monday. And of course, I've seen some stupid people saying it's not going to open till 2022 or summer of 2022 because they think they know what they're talking about. They think they know. Oh, you know why? Because some person said it. Oh, I heard it from my aunts, uncles, neighbors, dog sitters, uh, butt wiper. I don't know what it is. And then they go and say, oh, I heard this happened. And then they start saying, oh, it's not going to open till this time. And. Obviously, you don't know because you're not there and you're not, you know, working on this. So never believe things you hear unless it's from me, you know, because I got the, you know, I got the info going on. Anyway, it opened on Monday and I was just thinking to myself, well, I'm not one that wants to go on this ride all the time. Christmas time is cool. It's cool to go once in a while, like, you know, at least once, right, during Christmas season. I'm not about to wait, you know, hours for this ride. Everyone's waits in line, and I'm like, no, not me. I'm I'm cool. If the line's about, you know, five ten minutes, wait, I'll go. But other than that, I wouldn't. But then you start thinking about these people who come from out of town, or, you know, their plan is to go during Christmas time, and they want to ride. It's a small world, in haunted mansion because they're all decked out for Christmas. And they get there to the parks and they don't know anything that's going on because they don't listen to the Mouse Power Podcast or they don't pay attention to anyone else who thinks they know what's going on. So they go there and they go over to uh, It's a Small World and there's cast members there saying, oh, well, we're sorry, but, you know, the attraction's closed. And now you have people... You know, guests who are all just like, oh, man, you know, and when's it going to open? It's the first thing they start asking, and cast members don't know that answer. So it's kind of um, a bummer if you're going to the park just for It's a Small World and, you know, you go to the Christmas layover. But it's open now. Maybe they can come back. I can come back and try it. Well, maybe they can't because they can't get reservations. We're going to talk about reservations later, like I said. But hey, it's a small world's back. It's open. And um, yeah, it's all good, huh? So if you guys are going to be heading to the parks and you want to get on It's a Small World, well, you can now. Yeah. I think it's. 
you know, it's it's. I think it's really cool that Disney's were you know they wanted to get this attraction open. It's Christmas time. They're like, we can't wait. We need to get this open, and you know they did what they did to get it open. They worked their butts off, and all the you know cast members who worked on that, you know, they did a great job to get this reopened for everyone who wants to go and enjoy it. So, good job there. Awesome job. All right, so. Let's see. On Wednesday, the debut of Genie and Genie Plus, that service thing, it, well, it didn't go as well as Disney wanted it to go. I'm sure you guys heard uh, about the problems they had. And, um, yeah, it didn't um, fare well. Uh, people were trying to, you know, go on there and get their, uh, you know, purchase it, and a lot of they, a lot of uh, people were getting uh, basically a message on the app saying, "Part of the inconvenience at this time, new selection purchases or modifications to Disney Genie Plus service, or some individual Lightning Lane features are unavailable." We apologize for any convenience. And um, you would think that, oh, okay, well, that, you know, it's going to happen. But from what I'm hearing is that actually happened right when it went live. So, yeah, the system didn't uh, do it as well. Everybody was uh, going online to buy the Genie Plus or maybe trying to just get a lightning lane. Uh pass for a certain ride but uh there was uh as anthony would say a kerfuffle so of course a lot of uh unhappy people with this but um hey what are you gonna do you 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 know that something like this was gonna happen you know, everyone was going to try to get on this and, 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 you know, try to purchase this at the same time. And, um, yeah, I guess it just didn't work out. Now, that, in case you guys didn't know, Genie Plus, or, the, yeah, the Genie Plus uh, is available for $20 per ticket per day. And um, <clears throat> I don't know about that. I don't know about paying 20 bucks just to... Uh, to do this and then I was watching last night on the news because they were talking about it and they had some person on there she was saying that oh I guess she was here for a few days and yesterday was going to be her her last day in the park so they wanted to uh, purchase it so they can do an extra war eyes or whatever I don't know I the way I see it I know there's long lines and everything but I, I think you can do all the rides you want to do in a day, you know, without trying to get this. You can't do every single ride in the park in one day, but you can do the major ones. There's no reason why you couldn't do all the major attractions and then work down from that to like, you know, like the Fantasyland rides or, or head over to like Autopia 
I don't know. Hot Topic's never long anyway at night. It's like 10, 15 minutes, maybe five. But I don't know. Paying $20 uh, for this is something I would not do. Uh, Disney uh, Genie Plus also includes unlimited photo pass uh, digital downloads from your day. So that's $20 a day for that. Same thing, though. You get the all the other things that's part of it what's included in uh, getting that. Or you can do the a la carte, which allows you to purchase a lightning lane entrance or lightning individual purchase of light lightning lane uh, for like Radiator Springs Racers, Rep Slingers, Spider-Man Adventures, and, and Star Wars Ride of Resistance. And it says here the pricing for the a la carte option will vary by date and attraction. So you can pay $7 one day and maybe $15 the next day. So you can be in line ahead of the line or whatever. I don't know. Like I said before, it's just like going back to uh, the ticket books, having the, you know, actual having a e-ticket for the e-ticket ride. And uh, I don't know. It's just like, People are going to buy it because they're stupid and they just want to spend money. But it's not for me. It's nothing I would do. It's nothing that I need to do. But, hey, if you guys are planning on buying the Genie Plus, um, you know, let me know. Email me. Milespire.gmail.com Now, when the Genie Plus pass and all that stuff went down, uh, cast members got a notice that said we are working to resolve some technology technology why can't I read today some technology challenges that have impacted a small percentage of guests and have paused sales of Disney Disney Genie Plus and individual lightning lane attraction selections for the remainder of the day please direct guests to City Hall or Chamber of Commerce with questions so you know how it goes the things shut down and guests go up to the cast member and ask what's going on and and they're not gonna know you know it just happened they don't know what's going on so they get this notice to tell people to go to city hall and complain so people go and line up and of course you know they get their refund and 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 maybe they'll get a uh a snack or something. Yeah, these little, um, I forgot what they're called. These little tickets, like you can get like a free churro or something. I don't know. So, um, yeah. I think that's interesting how, how that works. And, um, I don't know. Anyway, like I said, if you guys are interested or you guys are going to the parks and are going to try to purchase a genie plus i would love for you to let me know how that went what was your experience was it worth it i i i can say yes you know it's going to be worth for the picture thing but for the right thing i don't know so just email me mousepire at gmail.com and uh love to hear your uh you know your views on that and your thoughts on that when you guys get that 
So this past weekend was the candlelight processional over at Disneyland back after a year. And um, it's a... Uh, it's something I think it's um I like I, it's really cool because you know I always talk about lighting and everything and I like the lighting on there so I thought the lighting was really cool and I've seen a lot of pictures of you know from that and just the uh, the way they light things up is just really cool but um funny thing about that is Dan had texted me and told me that he was able to make a reservation for Sunday. And I think I think it was either Friday he told me that you know before so so then like I looked up on the reservations and I saw that the Saturday was available to book so I'm noticing like I told you last week that you can probably book the next day if you want to go so if you listen to this Friday. Might be open for Saturday. So stuff like that. But I'm going to get into that later if I remember. Because I don't have it written down on my notes. But um, maybe I should uh, write down my notes. What do you guys think? Alright. I'll write it in my notes. So. (coughs) The candlelight was on uh, this weekend. And... um, Sorry, reservations. There. I wrote it in my notes. And um, Dan went on the Sunday to go check it out. So, you know what Dan did? I'll tell you what he did. He went to... He went to anchor.fm forward slash mousepower podcast. And he recorded his thoughts on uh, on Candlelight and, and everything like that. So... If you guys have thoughts on candlelight or, hey, it's a small world or um, the Genie Plus and all that, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash podcast and you can record a message there. And I'll play it here on the podcast. Now, you only have uh, up to a minute to record, so know that. But, hey, doesn't mean you can't. Do it again after that minute's over. So that's exactly what Dan did. So here I'm going to play message from Dan. There's three of them. So there's three-parter. So here we go. Diggs. It's Dan. So I ended up getting a reservation for the Candlelight Processional and decided to check it out because I wanted to see what it was like with the... Uh, restrictions of having to have a reservation didn't appear to be as crowded as it normally is from when I remember it before. And I've only seen it a couple times before, but it worked out well. I got there about three. First performance was at five thirty on the Sunday. Um, they had a you know a later one at seven fifteen. Hung around, got some fat time, got some snacks, just kind of hung around, ate those, waited for it. Performance-wise, I heard there just wasn't as many performers as there usually is. They brought that down. And then there also was no kids, uh, or no teenagers, I should say. It was all adults. So this is going to get a part two, so listen for part two. 
part two. So I know a guy that actually performed in the performance. He was at the show that um, I did. And he said, because there was no teenagers, no high school choirs, they were able to actually perform during the week at like midnight for their dress rehearsal. I thought it came off well. Um, Sterling K. Brown did an excellent job. He's got the voice for that kind of narration. Um, once the show was over, they led us down Main Street. Uh, they had the one-way traffic and those back entrances back behind the shops going for people coming in and coming out of the park at that time. I do miss that. And actually, that's kind of nice to have. And once they herded us down Main Street, they had two lines, one on each side of Main Street, waiting for the second performance. They kind of cleared us out and then had everybody else come in for the second performance. Part three coming up. So it seems like they did cap off how many people were in the areas that they set aside to actually watch the performance. I think one of the ones that's um, kind of neat is right in front of the fire station. Right in front of the fire station, they had a little place taped off and the view was great. Uh, also in front of the opera house. That's what I would recommend you know, uh, for next year if they have to keep up the restrictions. We did that, got some food, and then headed out just before the next performance. The week before... I ended up buying a photo pass. I know I ranted about it last time, but I went just before park closing at DCA. Anytime I saw a photographer, I had him take a picture. So I had a photo shoot. I got over a hundred photos, man. So I used my photo pass wisely. That's it for this week, bud. I'll talk to you soon. So, uh, hey, anchor.fm forward slash mousepower podcast and record a message just like Dan did. So, yeah, the, um, I didn't know about the the fact that they didn't have the, the school choirs this year. That's the first time I've heard uh, when Dad talked about that. So that's really interesting. <coughs> and um, the um, the ceremony, you know, if you guys have seen it before, you know, you know what it's about. Um, like I said, I love the lighting. And uh, since I know... I knew that Dan was going to be there. I asked him to, uh, you know, hey, send me some pictures of the lights. And uh, he did. Sorry. All right. So, yeah, he sent me some pictures, and there were actually some cool shots here that he got. And um, one thing I really love about the lighting is how they light the choirs on the uh, on the stage. And um, I think it's really cool how they do that, different lighting, different choirs. And just a, it's a cool experience just to go and watch it just uh, for the show itself, I'd say. And, um, you know, hey, if you guys went, let me know if you guys went and what you guys thought, if it was your first time watching it. I know... I uh, know a lot of people try to go there every year to, uh, you know, check it out and, and watch it and everything. So let me know if you guys went over there. All right. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to uh, pause here for a minute, but you guys not even going to know because I have to cough. All right. So, hey, it looks like it's uh, it looks like 2022 is going to have a lot to look forward to. And that's a good thing, right? Disney announced that uh, a lot of things are coming back next year. And uh, we're going to start with the return of Lunar New Year. 
Lunar New Year will be returning, of course, at California Adventure Park. And that would start on January 21st and go through February 13th. <coughs> um, Lunar New Year celebration is really cool. Um, of course, they have uh, the different shows and they're going to have a different type of fat time over there. Uh, let's see. The Lunar New Year uh, over there at California Adventure Park is a joyous celebration that commemorates tradition of the Chinese, Korean, and Vietnamese cultures. The festival is filled with multicultural performances, special events, or special activities, culinary delights, beautiful decor, uh, celebratory mer merchandise, and more. Because you have to celebrate the merchandise. So this year is the, or next year, coming up is the year of the tiger. Eye of the tiger. So, guess what that means? That means that Tigger is going to join in on the fun. Along with beloved Disney characters including Mulan and Mushu, Mickey and Minnie, the Three Little Pigs, and more. All donning their festive attire. Uh, also, added to excitement for uh, this event is going to be Raya from Disney's animated uh, studios film Raya and the Last Dragon. And uh, she will be uh, appearing for the first time at a Disneyland resort, at the Disneyland resort during the celebration. So that's something that you'll be able to look forward to. And uh, let's see, you'll be able to see her over in the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail. Uh, Mulan's Lunar New Year procession will return. Um, that's going to be over there by uh, the Paradise uh, Garden Grill area that uh, where uh, Viva Navidad is. It's going to be over there. So you get to see that. Also more uh, uh, musical entertainment. And we talked about the, uh, there's going to be fat time there. There's going to be um, four Lunar New Year marketplaces featuring delicious Asian cuisine. Uh, additionally, there will be special Lunar New Year inspired food and beverage offerings at select dining locations throughout the park. Now, with this, there will be a Sip and Saver Pass. So a Sip and Saver Pass for um, these marketplaces. Maybe at some other places they might uh, say, yeah, you can use it there too. I don't know. But for sure, for these uh, four marketplaces, you will be able to get a Sip and Saver Pass. <coughs> so once again, that starts on uh, January 21st. And goes through uh, February 13th. So I would definitely be there for that. I, uh, my favorite is uh, watching the processional and seeing like the dragons and everything. That's pretty cool. But speaking of um, Sip and Saver Pass, Disney also announced that the Food and Wine Festival will be returning uh, starting March 4th 
through April 26th. So there you go. More fat time in the parks. And, uh, well, it's just like the regular food and wine festival that happens. So they're going to have a dozen marketplaces that offers, you know, different types of food and beverage. And, of course, Sip and Savor Pass. There'll be complimentary culinary demonstrations with local celebrity and Disney chef will return for the whole family to enjoy on Saturdays and Sundays during the festival. And for those looking to enhance their festival experience, special, 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 that's a new word, special signature events will also be available to book and purchase, including the Carthay Circle Winemaker Reception and Beer or reception and wine, beer, and mixology education and tasting seminars. It's going to be uh, entertainment, of course. Live musical performance at the Palisade Stage and Paradise Garden Bandstand. Visits with Goof, Jeff Goofy and friends and craft activities. So uh, stay tuned for more information of that stuff on the food and wine and on the Lunar New Year. <clears throat> More information on that will be coming out, of course, closer to the event. But wait, there's more. Because also announced was the return of Star Wars. Well, not Star Wars, but part of Star Wars. But uh, the return of, um, what do you call it? Um, Disneyland After Dark. So Disneyland After Dark is back and they added some more nights and this is coming, like I said, next year in 2022. Of course, it's a separate ticket event. You must purchase a ticket to go here and all that stuff, so Let's uh, start off with the very first event, which is Disneyland After Dark Sweethearts Night. And this is going to happen on February 1st, 3rd, 8th, 10th, and 14th over at Disneyland Park. Let's see. Sweetheart Night will be hosted at Disneyland Park on five separate evenings in February. There's sure to be heartfelt fun for everyone as Valentine's Day is celebrated during Sweetheart's Night. And here's what you can expect. A special themed fireworks show. Projections effects on Sleeping Beauty's Castle and Main Street USA. A jazz ensemble aboard the Mark Twain. Mark Twain! Uh, plus other live entertainment including a royal ball and a dance party with the DJ. You see that? It's with a DJ. So it doesn't say what DJ, but it's with one. Because you can't have a dance party without a DJ. So good thing they're having one. Uh, let's see. Um, spot the most darling Disney couples and take selfie with your favorites. Fun photo opportunities during romantic scenes from iconic Disney films. Lovely decor along with food and beverage offerings around the park. Plus, early admission to Disneyland Park starting at 5 p.m. 
No theme park reservation required. Now, I love the fact they put that in there because I've seen people questioning or I saw one person comment saying, well, I would go, but I can't even get a reservation, so why am I going to waste my time going? Right. You don't need a reservation for this. You buy your ticket. You can't get in until 5 o'clock anyway, so there you go. People are just, oh, you know, stupid. Now, these events, um, they all have different uh, prices. So the Sweethearts Night, the price for that, the tickets, they start at uh, $114 per person. Now, know that those tickets are on sale right now. So if you want to go to that, uh, you can uh, go online and get your tickets for that. So I'm just looking real quick at the dates and the date, the price ranges. Um, $114 to a hundred and okay. So I'll go through this for you guys. Just one minute. Bear with me. I don't know why my page is doing this. All right. So it's basically like, uh, going to Oogie Boogie Bash with different prices. So. Uh, February 1st is 114. February 3rd is 124. Uh, the 8th is 114. And the 10th is 124. So, and then we have Monday, uh, February 14th is 145. So there you go. We're going to make it more expensive because you guys want to go to this event on Valentine's Day. Whatevs. So there's your prices for that. Now, the next thing that's coming up is Disney's Villains Night. And Disney Villains Night is on March 8th and March 10th. Now, those tickets won't go on sale till January 11th. So, remember that. So, Villains Night, you'll get to party with some, some of Disney's most mischievous mischief at Disney California Adventure Park. This this party's at TTCA. These wonderfully wicked events will take place on two separate nights and will include a lot of things. Uh, let's see. We're going to have... Um, Oh, there's going to be a um, a cabaret type of show with the cast of villain. Uh, well, it says villa, uh, villains showing off their talent through song and dance. Ursula C- Seaside Sing-Along, where you can find your voice and sing along. The Underworld Dance Party, which allows you to bust a move at a dastardly DJ dance party in the Hollywood backlot. Special photo op or backdrops featuring scenes inspired by some of the favorite villains. Some of Disney's famously uh, nefarious friends or fiends or their henchmen at special locations around the park. 
a delightful decadent food and beverage offerings. Early admission to uh, DCA is at 5 o'clock. Once again, no theme park admission is required. And the price for that is $119 per person. And it says starting at $119. There's two nights, so maybe one of the other nights are more expensive. I am not sure. All right, and the next one is the Disneyland After Dark Star Wars night. Uh, this one is at Disneyland Park, and it's May 3rd, 4th, and May 27th. Star Wars Nights will be the ultimate Star Wars extravaganza packed with galactic fun on three separate nights at Disneyland Park, which it will include an amazing pyrotechnical spectacle that will illuminate the skies with a Star Wars-themed fireworks show. March of the First Order, featuring Captain, Captain Phasma and her elite unit of stormtroopers. A galactic dance party. This one doesn't say if it has a DJ or not. <laughs> uh, sightings of star, uh, various Star Wars characters throughout the evening. Star Wars-themed attraction, uh, usually with shorter wait times. Star Wars-themed eats and treats. Merchandise, photo opportunities, and more. Plus, early admissions to Disneyland Park starting at 6 p.m. No reservations required. Now, I just thought of something. I read this before, and I didn't think of it then, and I just thought about it now when it says Star Wars-themed attractions. Now, i just wondering, because, um, you know, besides the attractions over in Batu, and, of course, um, Star Tours, that's not in Batu. I was wondering, uh, man, you guys think that they might uh, have the Star Wars in uh, Space Mountain? Hmm. I don't see why they couldn't do that. Because you guys know all they have to do is uh, switch the disc, right? Maybe. Maybe we'll get uh, Star Wars back again for... Star Wars Nights uh, over in um, Space Mountain. That'd be cool. So, for those of you who are like, wait a minute. I bet my... Well, let's go with... Before we get to that. uh, Let's go with the prices on this. So, the price of this... And uh, I'm just scrolling down. So the part the price starts at a hundred and thirty four dollars per person. This party's from nine to one in the morning. And um, I was like, okay, starting at a hundred and thirty four dollars. That's just crazy. So I'm gonna get back to that price in a minute. But. If you guys were wondering about, hey, I um, I had tickets for the 2020 Villains Night and the 2020 Star Wars Night, but of course they canceled because of the COVID thing. What do I do? Well, if you haven't called them yet and got your money back and you still have your tickets, 
you can actually exchange them for uh, one of these nights. So, if you're going, if you had tickets for a 2020 Villains Night, you could exchange your ticket for a 2022 Villains Night. Same with Star Wars. You could exchange your ticket for the 2022 Star Wars Night, but, there's a big but, it only, it has to be that night. So, you can't exchange your 2020 Villains Night for a 2022 Star Wars Night. It has to be the same night. And, there's another big but, for the Star Wars night, you can exchange them for either May 3rd or 4th only to get uh, basically without paying extra. If you want to get a ticket for May 27th, 2022, you can exchange your ticket, but you're going to pay an additional fee equal to the difference of the price of the 2022 ticket. So, in case you're wondering what the price is, well, Dan the man, or Dan the mailman, he actually already called to exchange his ticket, and you're going to end up paying an extra $66 uh, to get the May 27th date. So, basically, from what he told me, May 27th, just if once, once tickets go on sale and these tickets go on sale, I believe on, yes, beginning once uh, uh, again on January 11th. Once they go on sale and you actually say, you know, I don't have tickets for this at all. I'm going to go for May 27th. That price is $175. So that's the price difference. It's $175 to go for that night. And 134 for the other two nights. So there you go. If you guys uh, are planning to go to that and you have your other tickets, you can exchange them. And the only way for you to exchange them is to call. And the phone number is 714-300-7807. You have to uh, exchange your tickets. Hold on real quick. All right, you have to exchange your tickets by January 8th. January 8th is when you have to exchange your tickets. So give them a call. Let them know that you want to exchange your tickets for that day. Once again, 714-300-7807. If you have your ticket uh, available, if you still have that email where they sent your tickets or maybe you took a photo of it or whatever, uh, they're going to need that order number. They're going to need your email address if they don't find the order number and whatever other information they'll ask for. Um, so good luck finding your tickets because I had a hard time because Disney keeps changing their emails. You know, it's like if you buy a ticket right now for something, I believe you, you get the email from Disneyland Destinations. Before it was like Disneyland something. Uh, Disneyland reservation before the reservation system and now it's so hard to find them so I was lucky and I found both of my tickets and um, I still need to exchange mine because I keep forgetting to do it maybe I should write that in my notes anyway so that's the information on that on those uh, 
Star Wars Nights and uh, Villains Nights and Sweethearts Nights. So if you guys plan to go, don't forget the Sweetheart Night tickets are on sale right now. So uh, you can go and uh, get your sweetheart and uh, take your sweetheart to a night. Something like that. All right, but guess what, people? There's more coming back next year. Yes. Told you, wait, there's more. So, announced today that uh, Celebrate Gospel and Tell of the Lion King will be returning uh, next year. But it's going to be uh, returning in a... Uh, a different setting. Uh, tell uh, the gospel. Uh, celebrate gospel. Uh, will expand and feature live uh, choir performances, each uh, sharing its own distinctive. Uh, yeah, I can't even read today. I'm trying distinctive style and inspiration. I have to zoom in on this. Uh, the powerful event moves to Fantasyland Theater at Disneyland Park where guests will be able to enjoy uplift, uplifting choir performances on select days during the month of February. So another thing coming to February, coming to the parks on February. Uh, it's moving from, it used to be over there in Stage 17 uh, DCA. And uh, now it's moving over to uh, Fantasyland Theater. So that's something that you guys can look forward to. But uh, also moving over to the Fantasyland Theater is the tale of the Lion King. So this spring, the Fantasyland Theater uh, will become home to Tale of the Lion King. An imaginative adaption of Disney's Lion King. A hit with guests when it debuted in 2019 at Disney California Adventure Park. Tell the Lion King is brought to life by the storyteller of the Pride Lands, a troupe of traveling performers uh, who present Zimba, uh, Zimba, beloved and timeless journey in a unique story theater style with live music and dance. Now, if you guys don't remember this, this was actually performed in the, what's it called, Palisades the Park, right there, by, uh, you know, the World Color viewing area. Um, they had that there. So now they're moving into um, Fantasyland Theater, which is now, everyone's thinking, what about Mickey and Magical Map? Hmm, where did Mickey go? Well, we know Mickey's all over the place, but I guess uh, no magical map for now. You don't know. Uh, of course, we've talked about the return of Main Street Electrical Parade. Fantasmic. World of Color. All of those uh, coming back uh 2022. And now Disney also has announced that Disneyland Forever... The Fireworks Spectacular will also be coming back. Um, I believe this is the 60th Fireworks Show, right? 
I think so. So that's going to be coming back. Uh, no dates on that. I'm going to guess summer. So there you go. All this entertainment coming back in 2022. So lots of things to look forward to. Um, so hopefully that uh, the uh, reservation thing is better by then. Like I said, I was going to talk about the reservation. So, as I said before, you were able to go ahead and just like, like right now, bear with me again. I appreciate you guys bearing with me. So I'm just going to go on the reservation thing and see what's available. So if I go over here to the website and you go to Magic Key Access Calendar, you hit the Dream Key. So right now, December 10th and 11th are open for both parks. The 18th is only open for DCA. And then uh, from December 19th through the 30th is open for both parks. And the 31st is open for DCA. So there you go. You can go on there right now and make some reservations for the week of Christmas if you guys want to. I'm actually surprised that this hasn't even booked up yet because it's been like uh, like two or three days since I've, I've seen this. So, uh, hey, if you guys are planning to go and you want to go during the Christmas season, right now the week of Christmas is still available. So you can... Uh, Go and check that out. And don't forget, I announced these uh, things that are coming, like the the Lunar New Year, which kicks off January 21st. And uh, I just looked on the calendar, and January 21st is already booked for that. What else was there? The festival. Festival of Fatness is March, starts on March 4th. Uh, or Food and Wine Festival starts on March 4th. And right now, that day is available. If you guys want to go on the first day of that, everything is available right now for March up until the 9th because the 10th and on is not open yet. But I I made the reservations for the, the 4th and the 21st for January for that. So, uh, yeah. Once you hear things opening up or, I'm sorry, I meant once you hear uh, dates and out for certain things that they're going to be coming back to or new things coming up and all that, uh, you need to get on that reservation thing and book it. If you don't have any, if you have space available right now, I think I'm all booked. I need to cancel a reservation for uh, Tuesday, I think. But um, yeah, reservations, you got to go and. I guess every day check if you guys are planning to go on a certain day. I'm actually going on New Year's Eve. When I looked, only DCA was uh, open, so I picked it. And then, uh, like I said, a couple of days ago, I saw that all these spots opened up and New Year's Eve was available for both parks. So I uh, canceled mine and then rebooked it for both parks. So there you go. So the reservation system is... Uh, just, you know, look out. If there's something coming up that you want to go, just look 
look out for it and uh remember these dates on these certain things that are coming up so you'll be able to go for that all right so uh next on my list here is i'm going to talk about changes coming to the the das pass i guess disney is revamping it and it's in a good way so if you guys haven't heard about this yet and you guys do get the pass don't worry about it i think it's good so the das pass for you guys who don't know is a disability access service system that uh they have at disneyland so right now well the way people are doing it you if you already have the pass you go to the park you go up to the uh, guest service guest relations or the plans as we call them <coughs> and um you uh, go there with your group and you say yeah oh, we want to go on we want to go on space mountain so they give you a return time, and then you wait, and then when it's your time to go, you you know head over there. So um, now what they're going to be doing is after December 20th, you'll be able to pre-register for your DAS events uh, virtually with a cast member using video chat. Uh, you may pre-register as soon as 30 days in advance of a park visit, but no less than two days before arrival. So basically, you're going to go on there and um, and uh, talk to them online on, you know, video chat. And, um, you know, if you guys done this before, then you guys know what they... Uh, you know they you know what they ask you when you uh when you do this when you talk to them in person so basically uh you go and do that and um this is during the reservation chat you'll be able to work with a cast member to book up to two hour return windows for uh select experiences subject to availability using our das advanced plan option in addition to the normal DAS benefits while making a real-time selection of the day of your visit. Um, so you'll do all that and they'll set you up. But one thing's really cool about this is what I think is like when if you're there and you're set up and you got uh, uh, the people who are with you it's on your pass, and uh, so let's say you just booked uh, for Space Mountain. You go on Space Mountain, and then once you get off Space Mountain, you can actually go onto your app and pick your next ride. Simple as that. I mean, wow. That That's what I think is really cool. And just go ahead and um, pick the next right. You don't need to go up to a cast member yeah, and start this whole process over again. So, wow. I think that's awesome. Um, but you do... Oh, another thing that's really cool about this is that you can um, have 
like someone who's in your party who doesn't have the DAS pass, but they're on your party, they can go ahead and go and make the reservation uh, for the next ride. I think that's cool too. So if you're there with someone else and they go, oh, I'm going to make a reservation for Buzz Lightyear. So they can go ahead and do that. But of course, the person who has the pass has to be there when the group goes to, um, you know, uh, going on the ride. So I think that's a big plus. You don't have to, you know, finish a ride and then go and find the one of the spots where the uh, guest services are. <coughs> I think that's pretty cool. So uh, let's see what else. Uh, like I said right here, any member of the DAS party can obtain a return time for the whole party, but the registered guests using DAS must uh, be pre present when the DAS return time is redeemed. Return times do not expire, but a party can only hold one active return time. I'm pretty sure that's the same as it is now. How to, ask, how to access the dash return time uh, selection tool. After entering the park, open the Disneyland mobile app and sign into your Disney account. Tap the more option on the bottom right of the welcome screen. Then tap on the disability access service button to enter the self-selection flow. The two can be accessed from the attraction details screen. Once they do this, they can scan into the same queue that Lightning Lane user, uh, uses. So you go into the Lightning Lane, you'll scan it there, just like how you scan the Fast Pass. This allows the DAS eligible guests uh, do not have to walk around the entire park to make the reservations, like I just said. So I mean, hey, I think that's pretty cool. So if you guys are uh, have the DAS Pass, you can. Start using this feature uh, starting, I think I said on the 20th, after the 20th, you can do that, which is awesome. What do you guys think about that? Let me know. Email me, mousepire at gmail.com or head over to anchor.fm forward slash podcast and record a message. Just like Dan the Mailman. Maybe he should be Dan the voicemail man. <laughs> oh my gosh, I kill me. All right, so um, how many of you guys been watching uh, Hawkeye on Disney Plus? Well, I've only seen one episode. I know, I know, I'm behind, but I'm behind because there's like a lot of other um, shows I've been watching. Not exactly like. Disney or anything like that. Uh, the other night I watched the live in front of a studio audience, Different Strokes and uh, Facts of Life. That was funny. Very, very funny. You should check that out if you haven't seen it. But yeah, I watched Hawkeye. And um, one thing about Marvel is they have so many characters, I, I can't keep track of them all. You know, 
the main characters, yeah, I know who Hawkeye is. I know who Spider-Man is. Stuff like that. But then they have all these other characters. I'm like, oh my god, who's that? So if you guys seen Hawkeye, I'm not going to give anything away for those who haven't started yet. But there's a character in the in the in the in the first episode, and everyone's like, "Oh, this character's back! He's back! Where's he been? He's been gone for years." And I was like, "I don't even know who this character is." I guess it's you know I forget things, and I didn't even know who this character was until later in the episode when they showed like a flashback, and then you're like, "Oh, okay," so. Anyway, so, oh, sorry. So far, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, I really wanted to watch the second episode, but, you know, I wanted to go watch the other one, too, before I get, I have too many things to watch. But, I will get to them. I will, hopefully, by the next podcast, be all caught up on Hawkeye. And all the others, you know, everything else I need to get caught up on. I think right now is a perfect time to, to to try to catch up on things because uh, it's Christmas time. A lot of shows are on hiatus. So I will be able to, uh, you know, get through all that. Get through uh, Hawkeye. But if you guys have been watching that, hey, once again, email me, lostpire at gmail.com. Or head over to Anchor. .fm forward slash Mousepire podcast. Record a message there and be part of the Mousepire crew, also known as the MPC. All right, so I just want to give a little update on our YouTubes. Um, I know there's people who listen to the podcast on the YouTubes, and uh, I just want to let people know that Tim the Tech is actually, uh, he's been very, very busy. <clears throat> he hasn't had a chance to... Uh, upload I know he I started uploading uh, episode 202 and then he had some problems and it didn't go through or whatever but uh, this past weekend was uh, Comic Con LA and he worked for a company that does the lighting and everything for the convention center in LA so he's working on that and even though um, like the convention was last day was Sunday his last day to work there was until Tuesday. And uh, he told me that um, his boss has basically told the crew that they need to request any days they want off because they pretty much are just, they have a lot of work coming up. So if they wanted a certain day off, then they should ask for it. Tim is not the person to ask for a day off. He's going to work as much as he can. So when he gets a chance, he said he'll try to put some up. So I just want to let everyone know, you know, basically what was going on with that and why we haven't put any uh, episodes up. You know, I used to, like if I was talking about Candlelight Vigil or Processional and, and you know, <clears throat> I would put pictures up on YouTube. I would have put a picture of that. Or if I'm talking about Fat Time, I'd put a picture of that. But, um... I told I I told Tim you know just just keep it simple this time, let's just you know have the logo up on there, you know and um, at the end we'll put our uh, social media things 
and just keep it simple. I mean, if he, because I, you know, I'm, I'm working with a new recorder now, and I'm not editing the podcast, so it's easier for me to do it this way. So all I have to do is just basically upload to my computer, and the only edit I have to do is put in the sum or the yeah the summary in the beginning, and uh, then I convert it to MP3 and all that. So it makes it easier for me. And before, when I edit, I would uh, stop it at a certain topic if I was talking about a fat time, and I would write down like you know at thirty nine twenty two, put in the picture of the corn dog, and then he would know you know when to put it in. But I'm not doing that, and I can't sit here and you know basically write down times for what picture goes where. So we're gonna keep it simple, and as soon as he gets back to that or gets a time, he'll start uploading again. Sometimes he'll upload overnight and start uploading and and then he goes to bed and hopefully it's done in the morning. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. So I just want to let you guys know what was going on with that. I know in uh, Ernesto, I know you listen to it on YouTube. I appreciate that. And hopefully uh, he'll be able to catch up soon. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the mouse power podcast hey we have a lot to look forward to for 2022 yes all the new or not new but all the events coming back we have the food and wine festival lunar new year disneyland after dark celebrate gospel tell lion king wow that is a lot of stuff coming sure everyone's thankful the small world is reopened i know i am even though i say i don't care i'm happy because then when i go there next week i'm gonna go on it and you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna post a picture of me on it and you're gonna see it yes you are all right hey don't forget uh like i said before be part of the npc head over to anchor.fm forward slash mousepower podcast you can record a message there if you want to be on the podcast send me an email mousepower at gmail.com and uh, we can get that going tell you what to do once you email me yeah don't forget you can follow us on all the social medias you know like the Facebooks Instagrams Twitters YouTube the Snappies that Snapchat TikTok just search mousepower Help support the podcast by going over to patreon.com forward slash mousepire. And uh, yeah, help us with this podcast. There's different uh, tiers you can uh, do there and different incentives and all that. You can also go to dtpclothing.com and order some uh, customized t-shirts, socks, keychains, whatever. If there's anything else you might want, and ideas, send me a message over there. And tell me that, hey, you know what? I was thinking about this or that. I don't know. I can help. I can even do things for your companies or schools or teams or anything like that. So head over to dtpclothing.com and help support the podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, I will be in the parks next week and uh, getting my treats and all of that. So hopefully I'll see you guys soon. I'll be back next week. All right. Bye. This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, 
sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com.